0: Nobody is worth putting on pedestals, and nobody is worth putting in pits, but everybody is worth putting in hearts. And that is the quote of the day. the quote of the day show i'm your host sean croxton of seancroxton.com thanks for tuning in we got dr john demartini back on the show today but before we get to the doc i have to say one thing there are quite a few parents who have emailed me saying that they listen to the show with their kids in the car this might not be the show for that dr demartini gets a little r-rated with the sex talk and so i will leave it up to the parents You have been warned, you have been notified. So if you wanna go back to an old episode and play that one, go for it. Or you can just stay here. I really enjoyed this clip because I feel like a lot of relationships have gone awry because there was a lack of understanding of this topic. Have you ever met someone and you're completely head over heels for that person? They just really do it for you and you start dating. But what's important to them all of a sudden becomes important to you, what they like, you start to like, what they love, you start to love, what they want to do, you want to do, even though that stuff really isn't you. And then after a while, you're like, what's going on? Like, I I want my life back. You know, what's the deal here? Why are we always doing what that person wants to do? Whatever happened to to me and the things that I want to do? And you start to get a little resentful about that. And then once you get that resent going, then the whole relationship just all goes bad. And what happened there was a matter of values. You started to subordinate to somebody else's values instead of valuing your own. And so Dr. G. Martini walks you through how this works in this episode. And so I hope you learn a lot. I hope you dig it. And I will see you on the other side.
1: The tendency is anytime you're doing something that's truly inspiring to you that's living according to your highest values, you embrace challenge. You embrace the challenging component, the predator, the competitor. You activate it. Now, if you do not live according to your highest values and do not embrace challenge that inspires you, you will automatically attract challenge that doesn't. It's a Parkinson's law that goes like this. If you don't fill your day with things that inspire you, it will fill up with things that don't. If you don't fill your day with things that are high priority, it will fill up with things that are low priority distractions. If you don't plant flowers in the garden of your mind, it's going to fill up with weeds. The key is to identify what's truly most congruent, most inspiring, that you want to dedicate your life to, that gives you both support and challenge, that is inspiring to you, that's a challenge to conquer, and keep yourself on the edge and fill your day with that if you want to get the maximum adaptability out of the environment and be able to transform this so-called distress into stress, and actually maximally perform and achieve. Are you with me so far? Yeah. <clears throat> now, if you have something support you, let's say you have a, a child and it has a mother and the mother does and says, well, whatever you want, son. Whenever you want to do it, just let me know, uh, I'll help you do it, whatever you want, whenever you want, every time you want, just let me know, and we'll just make sure it all happens for you. What happens to the child? It becomes a juvenile dependent, spoiled little brat. Yes? How many met people like that? I was in London, speaking in London, and I did a consult on this day after my speaking, And I met with this gentleman who's uh, a son of a very wealthy billionaire. I think they have $17 billion. And the son has never worked in his life and is basically just floundering and partying. And he was trying to figure out how to get uh, focused and productive. And I told him, the only way you're going to be productive, I just told him blank, is for me to call your dad and tell him to cut you off. (laughs) Does that make any sense? He said, I'm paying you for this? <laughs> How many of you know that's truth? Because he has no drive, he has no ambition. He's just gonna party animal. The playboy. Okay? I don't mind being a playboy for a couple of hours, but not for a life. <laughs> now, but if you take that child and give it accountabilities, responsibilities, and challenge. What happens to the child? It becomes precociously independent. So I want you to get this. This is a really cool realization if you get this. okay. So you have a hierarchy of values here. So you might want to imagine a ladder of values. Highest value, lowest value. And things support it or challenge it. Anytime something supports it, you tend to go into juvenile dependency. And anything that supports your values, you tend to put up on a pedestal. So watch carefully. How many have been infatuated with somebody before? You met somebody, you went, Whoa, that's unbelievable, I gotta have that. And you wanted to eat it. Yes? How many have been infatuated with somebody and wanted to eat them, and you studied mathematics and the number 69? Yes? These two girls are laughing. Okay. But would you agree that when you're infatuated with somebody, you, you have a tube that runs from your mouth to your other side, okay? <laughs> Whenever you're infatuated with somebody, it activates dopamine, oxytocin, uh, vasopressin, and a whole bunch of other chemistries, depending on male and female, endorphins, and et cetera, and dandine. And it, when it does, it makes you addicted to them, bonded to them, and pleasure associated with them. When you do, you don't want to lose that. It's prey. It's the same chemical compounds that you get for addiction, food, sex, etc. the primordial emotions that are driven. This is the animal instinct, and you become an animal. How many of you are like an animal if you're highly infatuated? <laughs> yes? Now, when you do, it literally activates the sugar receptors, the salt receptors on your tongue to make you want to consume and eat. That's why you call the person, when you're infatuated with somebody, you call them honey, sweetheart, cupcake, candy, (laughs) sweetie pie, yes? Would you agree? And you want to eat them because you're you're thinking cupcake. (laughs) Okay? So what happens whenever they support your values, you tend to activate those chemistries, you tend to become addicted and bonded to it and pleasured, you feel the loss of it because you feel the loss of prey. This is built into your biochemistry. And when you do, you fear the loss of it and you're anxious and you become dependent on it and you become a juvenile dependent because you minimize yourself and put it up on a pedestal. Now, I know that everybody in here has had a moment when they've been infatuated with somebody and when they've been infatuated, would you agree you start sacrificing things that are important on your highest value to be with them? Raise your hand if you know you've done that. The second you minimize yourself to that person that you infatuate with and want to eat them and consume them, You will stop doing things that's highest on your value, and you'll move down your value list. And when you do, your fulfillment level goes down within yourself, and you literally start to have ingratitude to yourself, and you start doubting yourself, and you have uncertainties in yourself, and you tend to depend on them. Because you're too humble to admit what you see in them is inside you. You're thinking they have something that you don't. And so you're dependent on them, and you act like a child. How many you been infatuated and acted like a child? I watched an 82-year-old woman and an 84-year-old man who once were lovers you might say when they were in kindergarten <laughs> they were they were their childhood uh, soulmates right in elementary school they dissipated they eventually went to high school different places college different way they got married and end up both their, their their spouses died they end up getting back together at 82 and four. okay they had a daughter 52 who was best friends with my wife at the time And she said, I have moved out of the house. I was living with my mother. I'm no longer living there. It's disgusting. They're running around naked, acting like little kids. And they're in their 80s. Okay, how many are looking forward to this? Because they're both having endorphins and they act young, right? They're both infatuated with each other. So the second something that you perceive supports your values more than challenges it, and you get infatuated with it, you tend to activate the prey, biochemistry, you tend to become dependent on it, but what happens is you become juvenile dependent, and you start, you start sacrificing your highest values to be with them. Now, every time you do this, every time you sacrifice what's most important to you that's highest on your values to be with them, you start accumulating resentment, but why? Because you want to be loved and appreciated for who you are, which is your highest value. And you start resenting having to sacrifice to be with them. And after a while, this, this resentment starts to erode the infatuation, and it's designed to, to break the infatuation to get your life back. So after three or four months of this infatuation, you say, you know, this isn't working for me. I want my life back. How I many you know what I'm talking about? And so you go back, break the infatuation, and try to level the playing field and realize they're not better or worse than you. They're equal to you, which is now start to have a loving relationship instead of a dopamine addicted fantasy relationship. Yes. Now, while you're in the infatuation phase and you're minimizing yourself, and you're too humble to admit what you see in them is inside you, and you've got this dopamine fix, and you want to eat them with a 69 position, (laughs) when you're in this mode, okay, what you've just done is sacrificed your highest values. And when you do, your adaptability to change is now jeopardized because you fear the loss of them. So if they left you and said, I'm leaving now, you're devastated. And some people that are highly addicted, highly bound, highly infatuated, highly pleasured over somebody. If they get dumped, they'll commit suicide. I maybe got what I'm saying, because they're addicted to somebody. Or let's say, let's take the person out of the place, let's say a career. Or anything that you're highly addicted to, if all of a sudden it's taken away from you, you can be in highly depressed, highly withdrawn mode. So anything that you perceive as support without a challenge, anything you become infatuated with or addicted to, Anything that those chemical compounds get highly strong and you have a primordial attraction and impulse to, like an animal, you're vulnerable to. And it runs your life. Would you agree when you're infatuated with somebody they occupy space and time in your mind and run you? Raise your hand if you've been infatuated and couldn't get out of your mind. They're running your life. That is where you have the inability to adapt to a changing environment. Because if all of a sudden they left you, you're not able to adapt because you're highly polarized. Would you agree if, if you go into areas of the world where you have a tremendous amount of fundamental black and white thinking, where there's high good, bad, right, wrong, black, white thinking, you have the least ability to adapt to changing environment and the most stagnation? Now let's go to the other side. What happens if somebody challenges you more than supports you? They go against your highest values. They're the predator. They challenge you. You've got two activations, fight or flight response, and you want to get independent from them. And you become stronger and stronger and stronger because of the competition and challenge. So what happens, you become precociously independent. How Have you been resentful to somebody and talked down to them? You should do this, you ought to do this, you're supposed to do this. And you start talking like an authority, like an adult around them. Well, but when you're infatuated, you talk, is that okay, honey? Because you're afraid of losing them. So what happens, you move into juvenile dependency when you get infatuated, but on the other side, you go to precocious independence. When you do, you move up your value list. That's why challengers increase the probability of you living authentically. And they got what I just said. So if you don't go after challenge, you'll attract challenges that don't inspire you. But if you go after challenges that inspire you, you will increase the probability of you living according to your highest value, not your lower values. Because you won't sacrifice yourself. You'll tackle yourself and take on yourself when you go through challenge. So the fastest way to be a leader and authentic is to tackle challenges that inspire you. Now, if all of a sudden something challenging comes along and the predator is very overwhelming to you and you resent it, would you agree if you resent somebody because of the challenge that they can occupy space and time in your mind? Have you been occupied by both? I've been highly resentful, so angry, so resentful, I could hardly sleep, I could hardly function, I couldn't be present in my work. I've been so infatuated, looking at a girlfriend one time, just staring at her picture, completely unfunctional. Yes? Anybody been there before? In my 20s, I had both of those experiences. Now that I'm 58, I know that nobody's worth putting on pedestals. <laughs> and nobody's worth putting in pits. But everybody's worth putting in hearts.
0: All right. That is Dr. John Demartini. His website is drdemartini.com. That's drdemartini.com. If you are interested in learning what your highest values are, Dr. Demartini has a free value determination process available over at drdemartini.com slash values. I highly Highly, highly, highly recommended is something I have all of my masterminders do. And once they do it, they go, that was incredibly enlightening because it really shows them why they've been getting the results that they've been getting in their relationships, in their businesses, in their finances, with their family, on and on. So again, highly recommended drzmartini.com slash values. That's it for me. I will see you tomorrow with our Finance Friday episode. Peace.